Welcome back to Old Nerd, Young Nerd. This is Derek. I'm Todd. And we are a new and improved, buddy. Yeah, thanks to me, as usual. Right. Yeah. New new mics, new headphones. Well, mic. Single mic. Single mic. Picks up all the noise you could ever hope to hear. Yeah, and all of the ancillary sounds and everything else. Yeah, we have to be Which is going to be great that. for the next episodes of D&D. Right. But it's going to be... Awesome. Your fish doesn't approve having his tank unplugged. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that we have to, we uh, because it literally picks up everything. So Sparky is okay for like 20, 30 minutes. And then we got to take a break and plug him back in. But he'll be fine. Well, we're back with our anthology series. Yes, we haven't done yeah, that in a while. We haven't recorded an anthology in a while. Um, if you don't remember, we've been doing director's cuts versus theatrical versions, mm-hmm. or any other alternate version, really. Right. And today's topic is Close Encounters, of the third kind. Of the third kind, Not by the first or none kind. other than Steven Spielberg. Who is probably the greatest filmmaker in history, at this point. He's he's up there. I mean, like he's in top five, for sure. Um, I've heard people, like him versus... Uh, what, James Cameron, kind of? James Cameron kind of came after. Um, Kurosawa, he, he's... Uh, actually, Steven Spielberg and George Lucas both, both say that Kurosawa was a major influence on them. Yeah. Um, but we're talking about Close Encounters of the Third Kind. Came out in 77. I was six. I was negative 11. I was going to say, what, what negative were you? So you're negative 11. Negative 11. Um, I had Derek watch um, the director's cut. I think yes. On this, you you had I had never seen this movie before. I'd heard of it, never seen it. So right. I saw the director's cut. I've still not seen the theatrical cut. Don't right. really feel the need to at this point. Right. Um. Because we uh, and we're going to delve into like the differences. What was good? What was bad? What was everything else? And you know what? This I, I'll say just from a. It had a similar vibe to it. Uh, to E. T. It did. I'd be curious to know if they were set in the same universe or not. Like, does E.T. and these extraterrestrials exist in the that same That I'm world? not sure about, because I know Stephen King writes all of his, um, his books, books and the, yeah. everything in the same universe. So not Minus the Dark Tower? No, I think the Dark Tower was um, the central core. Like, it and everything else was a branch off of that. Ooh. And if you watch The Dark Tower, and here we go, segueing, which yeah. is my favorite word. Early. We're um, segueing early. Todd Segway. It, was, it wasn't Todd Segway. It was Derek Segway because hey, he's talking about Dark you're Tower. You're the one who's running with it. I just yeah, I'm, I'm running. You know what? You threw me the ball, and I'm going for a touchdown. Um, but just real quick, there's um, certain parts in The Dark Tower which um, directly reference it. Oh. And there are certain uh, things that happen in, in the Dark Tower, which um, highly reflect it and the alien that it that it um, engenders, so to speak. It's not necessarily it, but it's the same breed of alien. Was it an alien? I thought it was a demon. I mean, this is Stephen King's universe. I, you know. Demon, Here, let's, you know, let's alien. Call, let's call him up and ask him. He's, yeah. our, he's our close, dear friend. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Get him on speed dial. But, I mean, it, you know, the whatever demon or alien, whatever you want to call it, um, 
one man's uh, demon is another man's alien. Yeah. I mean, in all honesty. I mean, essentially it is extraterrestrial either way. Right. Um, but that's the end of the segue. Let's get, well, speak, no, 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 speaking of extraterrestrials, mm-hmm. we're still, we're still on topic. Okay. What, actually, my question about this movie is what makes this the third kind? That's actually a really good question. And um, we're going to start with um, the different kinds of alien interaction. Derek, what's um, Close Encounters of the first kind? All right, let's see. There's a list here. Uh, it seems first kind seems to be a simple visual sighting of a UFO, which right. they basically start the movie with. Mm-hmm. So you have the first kind encounter. Richard Dreyfus and a couple uh, of the other actors. No, no, not even him. I'm talking about there's that. Oh, the kid? At the airport, they're talking about the plane. Oh, yeah, and then do you want to report? Yeah, do you want to report a right. UFO? Mm-hmm. And, and they're like, uh, well, no. And that, that brings us to the second kind of encounter, which is um, like an indirect interference of, uh, of vehicles or electronics. And that's Roy's first encounter with with the aliens when he's right. in his car driving, mm-hmm. which is a technical second, which is technically a second kind encounter. Right. And then uh, the third kind... Which is what the, na- the name of the movie is based on. The third kind is a UFO encounter... Which includes an animated creature, like a uh, it could be a humanoid or robot. Mm-hmm. So that would be the end of the movie where they're actually like communicating with and right. physically meet. Yeah. Which I thought was kind of they they um, I guess Independence Day that scene with the lights yeah. and all that that's an allusion to this movie. Exactly okay. like that. That's like a nod to this, but it didn't work out. Oh uh, no, well. no, it didn't. Yeah. It it got violent. <laughs> All right, so that was the third kind. What is the fourth kind, Derek? I didn't even know there were more kinds. Let's see. There's actually seven kinds. Fourth, the fourth kind is abduction, and I think um, well, that's there was like a, all those people at the end. Like the kid got a fourth kind. That that little boy got the fourth kind, right? Right. And uh, um, those 1940s. Uh, but Navy there was a, there, there was a difference, like at the end of the movie, where um, Richard Dreyfuss and everyone else volunteer. Yes. I don't know if that's necessarily the fourth kind. That's probably more third kind if it's a volunteer. Right. Um, fourth uh, kind was, um, I think, something like the effect of Fire in the Sky, that type of movie. Did you ever watch that? No. Really? Yeah. It, it was either in Washington State or Oregon where um, one or several people got abducted and they, they, they came back like broken. Um, well, you know, according to this list thing we're looking at, the this fifth kind would be the communication direct communication. Uh huh. Whereas, well, would you consider the speaking through sounds direct communication, or when no. they were doing like the sign language hand gestures towards each other? I kind of think, um, I think the direct communication deals more with telepathy and everything like that. That's the way I always took it. Okay. Um, rather than. The general, you know, let's start talking musically and then, like, expand from there. I didn't take it that way. Okay. Um, the sixth kind is... Drum roll. Fire away. Death of human or animal associated with UFO sighting. Right, so this is, like, the anal probes and everything else, not to make the light of the subject. The slaughtering of cows right. or crop circles and all that stuff. Right. Um, and the seventh kind, which there's been several movies about, um, go, go Alien Resurrection. 
Ripley and Alien Resurrection that, is the seventh true, kind. True, but that was that was engineer. Well, obviously, um, the seventh kind is a human alien hybrid um, by sexual reproduction or scientific science. Right, and in with written. Alien Resurrection, that was more human interaction than oh, yeah, it was alien si- it was science. interaction. Eh, well, or to, a CRISPR to, type of thing. Well, to uh, to the aliens, we are aliens. That's true. That's true. So it's all about perspective. That, that's entirely true. All right, but that was just basically us um, outlining the different um, close encounters. Yeah, uh, I, we're I talking was, about close encounters of the third kind. I was really curious what that actually meant. I had never bothered to research that before. Yeah, hopefully you will never deal with like the fifth, sixth, or seventh. Um, yeah. Alien interaction. Yeah. yeah. Well, it would be kind of funny, though. Oh, yeah. For me, not yeah, for you. Yeah, right. Sure. <laughs> Thanks, Todd. <laughs> I can always count on you. All right, but let's <laughs> let's go back to Close Encounters of the Third Time, the director's cut versus the um, theatrical. theatrical. Right. And honestly, while researching the differences, there um, basically there aren't that many. No, I mean... Um, like there's there, little there's, subtle tweaks here and there. Right. There's actually three versions of the film: the theatrical version, yeah, the special edition, which had an extended ending, apparently. Right. And the uh, director's cut, which is what. And uh, here's the thing: Stephen King. Or, I'm sorry. See, now I'm thinking about Stephen King. Uh, Steven Spielberg typically does not go back and, make and tweak his. Cuts. No, yeah. he doesn't. He doesn't do. Um, he also doesn't do um, commentaries or anything like that because, as you know, I'm like a huge fan of commentaries because that's my usual thing. Like as I'm cleaning on on Saturdays, I usually like will listen to a commentary or whatever. Yeah, you're weird. Stephen King. You're, well, that's why everyone's listening because I'm weird, but I'm interesting at the same time. I didn't say you weren't. Um, but Stephen uh, Stephen King. See, you got me going on Stephen King. Steven Spielberg typically does not. Um, tweak his movies. Um, even in Jaws, even in Jaws, too, we really. got to talk about Jaws at some point. Oh uh, yeah, definitely. Because um, Jaws is a huge thing because Jaws did totally not go the way Steven Spielberg wanted it to go. Yeah, I heard that was a there were nightmares. With oh, the it was it was a huge thing. I mean, be, yeah. Um, and again, this is me segueing because that's what I do. Um, and we're going to talk about Jaws at some point in the future, and um, I hope you tune in for that. But Steven Spielberg does typically not tweak his movies. Mm. In this case, he did. Um, subtly. And he, subtly, but um, I think it also makes more sense from the movie that we're actually looking at, which is Close Encounters. Um the uh, Richard Dreyfuss's character, uh, which was a lot more subtle in the theatrical version, was not as crazy, you know, doing like yeah, uh, the um, like the the mountain or whatever and everything else. Where they re- he really wanted to show how crazy Richard Dreyfuss became because he kind of got this communication in the beginning of the movie mm-hmm. from the alien saying, essentially. And again, this is kind of like um, it was kind of like a puzzle they gave, like a mental puzzle. Figure this. It out. was a puzzle, but here. but by the same token, um, we're also um, basically laying out 
the, the, the foundation of the movie, you know, so we're not, it's kind of like a spoiler, but if you haven't seen it well, in 30-something years, right. 40 years, actually 40 it's, years. Yeah, it's 41 42? 42, 42, yeah. Um, if you haven't seen it by now, you're not going to, you know, it, it's your own fault. But he really wanted to show, more than anything, um, Richard Dreyfus going crazy. Yeah. Because and uh, and they the, and the they've shower, shown that the shower scene, the shower that's scene. That's really the only thing that the the director's cut had that was omitted from mm-hmm. the original film. Mm-hmm. And since I've only seen the director's cut, like I yeah, you really show this guy's descent into um, madness. I, say, I don't I don't know if I would call it madness so much, maybe mania. No, you're right. No, that would be more the, the more appropriate word. Yeah. Um, so, just obsessed with. Uh, his encounter. Here's the here's the one thing that I did not understand about the movie, um, about those particular individuals. Why those particular individuals? They never really explained that. Why Richard Dreyfus? Why the woman with her son, who right. went on why, the spaceship? Yeah, why the like son? why them? There was never an explanation. And if you remember, at the end of the movie, the they have the, this whole pick of the litter, so to speak. Of people that they were willing to like, yeah, give the aliens like top scientists and stuff, right? And they choose Richard Dreyfus, right? What's the reason for that? It's kind of well, like left up to the imagination, but right. why did they pick him in the beginning? And you know, the, the in our research, it didn't get into it so much, but a, like a, alleged, the special edition ending may in fact expand on that a little bit more, right? And and. And there are three different versions of the film, the theatrical, the director's cut, and the special edition. And of course um, you have all three. I do. Um, I actually have it several times on like a DVD as well as Blu-ray. And VHS or no? I did at one point, um, and then after the DVDs, I kind of got rid of the, of the uh, VHS. It, it's one of those kind of things, because I always liked alien movies and everything else. I always liked Steven Spielberg. Well, I know you, you're... You got a mad on for ET. I've got no. It's it's huge. No, you're you're completely correct. Um, and that was five years later for Steven Spielberg. Yeah, seventy seven to eighty two. Um, so basically, the um, theatrical and the director's cut, which is Steven Spielberg's um, preferred version, I'm assuming, because it's the quote director's cut. Not too much different than the theatrical. Just a little darker. A little darker, um, and a little more in tune with, I guess, actually Close Encounters. Because when you have an alien presence, basically, uh, kind of, I don't want to say supplanting your will, but um, pushing you in a certain direction. Yeah. It's kind of dark, you it, know? It, it is dark, uh, you know? Yeah, this was a... This, it's this... not just like, oh, hey, I saw... An alien, so let's just go on our way. Um, in this case, it really had him in a manic situation where he had to create um, a reproduction of where they're going to land. Well, I mean, it's dark anyway, because this was a guy, he lost his wife and three kids. Yeah. Like the... And, and, the and, he, and that was the other thing. Like, after um, they left, he kind of really didn't care. Yeah, he didn't seem to care so much, and then he kissed the woman whose son got abducted later on. Yeah. It was, it was weird. That, really and weird. I was thinking the same thing. I'm like, 
Um, is this going to be like, and, and obviously, the, you know, I saw this initially when I was a kid, not in the theaters, but I'm thinking to myself, you know, is this the new wife mm-hmm. it, to be, or, you know, what's going on here? Well, then, like, you, you have to wonder, like, okay, so he leaves with these aliens. Does the government contact, like, his wife and kids and let them know that he left? Probably not, right? No. They probably just they probably just think he disappeared. No, they they again. probably think and in, in the this this uh, times parlance he just ghosted. Yeah, he's like I'm not going to take care of my three kids. Uh, good luck, Terry Gar. <laughs> you know, uh, I, I, like that's the way I saw it, and there was never um, an issue that I saw with Richard Dreyfus. Where he's like, man, I really hope I see my kids again. Yeah. You know, I mean, if I had kids, I'd be like, oh my God, you know, what's going on? I got to straighten up. But there was never that um, situation where he's like, maybe I'm going a little crazy with this whole, let's build a, a mountain in my kitchen. Yeah. Well, he was all too happy to leave with them at the end. Yeah. So, it must not have cared all that much. Yeah. So, um... It was a lot darker. Um, it was a lot darker for Richard Dreyfus. Yeah. Um, and, I'm sorry, Richard Dreyfus's character, um, Roy, Roy, where uh, the theatrical version was more light and more open ended, um, without that darkness, where it was kind of like, uh, you know, everyone's happy. It's okay to go, you know, on a spaceship. With, you know, these aliens. And they already had humans to begin with. Why are we doing this, like, almost seems like prisoner exchange, right? Yeah, here's all these other humans. Now. Yeah, here's these humans we, like, abducted, like, now 40 years us, ago. Now give us this electrician. Mm-hmm. And it's just, like, out of nowhere with their uh, weird musical spaceships. Right, so that didn't really make sense. Um, and, uh, and the, like, the whole thing was with... Um, the interaction with the aliens, like the old, uh, how we're going to, you know, really communicate with the aliens to begin with is with math, not with music. Yeah. Um, I don't know what you can really communicate with. Uh, and honestly, even when they said math, what are you going to really say? One plus one equals two. Okay. That's great. Well, it's so, supposed, to, it's supposed to be a universal truth that one plus one equals two. Right. Um, but who? But who cares? How does that communicate one to another? So yep. we both know one plus one equals two. And apparently, we can all make the do 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 sound. Yeah, <laughs> like I like the music thing. Was, that was lost on me. I don't understand the significance. I, of I it. never. I, I didn't understand it at all. I. I. I and I, like I said, I honestly don't understand the math situation. If you're gonna say we come in peace, how does that translate mathematically? How does that Listen, translate musically? All I know is if you come in peace, don't release, don't release a dove, because that'll just start all. Oh, that stuff. Mars attacks. Yep. Yeah, it's true. We got to do a Mars attacks episode. Oh, we will do a Mars attack. I love that movie. Yeah, I do too. I'm so that good. that's like my favorite. That's one of my favorite it's movies. It's one of my favorite Tim Burton gu- movies. Total guilty pleasure movie. Yeah. Makes no sense. No. But that's quite all right it's with fun. me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but close encounters. Of the third kind. Three different versions. Uh, the theatrical, as um, Derek was saying, goes into a little bit more after he's on the spaceship. 
No, that's the special edition does. Oh, I thought that's what I said. No, 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 no. Uh, you said theatrical. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, the special edition. The special edition goes into uh, detail with basically the insides of the ship um, with Richard Dreyfus and what's going on. Um, and, and nothing you, really goes on. Yeah, you like you have it. We checked it out real quick. There's uh-huh. nothing special about it. It seemed wholly unnecessary. Right. Like, you, 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 you just know he doesn't immediately get killed. And I, I and, and in all honesty, I mean, I know you say that jokingly, but I honestly think that that's part of the reason why they they did that. Like he wasn't being dissected. Yeah, you know, it was kind of like well, if they didn't dissect the other five hundred humans they had on there, why would they dissect him? Um, There's always a starting point, Derek. There's always a starting point. One bad seed amongst the yeah. Yeah, we we might as well just start dissecting if we've got one extra. If they're going to give them to us, might as well dissect them. Right, and then all those poor other people that just wanted to go and weren't picked. Yeah, I always they wondered about pack. that. They had a bag pack. Had a, yeah, had no, a bag pack. Well, they're all in the same kind of, uh, jumpsuit. I think that's kind of a metaphor for the movie, right? Like the aliens, for whatever reason, had an encounter with him and like psychically programmed something in him or whatever, so they chose him. He was invited there. The other people were government selected, and the government was trying to keep him and all the other chosen out. Right, where with the like the whole fake out of like yeah. there being like a poisonous outbreak of right. whatever it was. Um, so like, here's all these government selected people. No, we don't want them. We want this guy. This right. guy was invited, and, and they never really explored that in the whole movie. They like, didn't. why? Why did you pick Richard Dreyfus? Why did you pick all these other people that are like drawing the mountain and everything else? Yeah. Um, like I can understand. Hel- I'm like, a okay, whole we helicopter want... filled with people, right? That they um, basically evacuated because. Mm-hmm. Um, and what? There was three of them got off. Two of them made it to the mountain, and only one of them wanted to go on the ship. Right. I mean, I can understand the one the with the woman, you know, with their getting oh, their she kid just back. Her kid, pretty much. Yeah. yeah. Um. But, you know, like I, like we were talking about before, like, I was kind of astounded where Richard Jarvis was like, eh, you know what, so I had a wife, so I had a kid, so yeah. what? You know. Um, I have three kids. Yeah. She didn't want to work. I lost my job. It was all their fault, but whatever. Yeah, I, I never really understood why he lost his job, because he, he like, he called mi- out he missed, one day. He Well, he missed one, I guess, well, pretty major power outage, I guess. Yeah, but I mean, if you're sick or whatever, but that that's just, that's a different whole topic yeah, different, altogether. Yeah, different topic for but, another day. Yeah, um, one we probably won't get back into. No, no, <laughs> we're not going to get back into it because um, it, it was already almost a three-hour movie. Yeah, um, so I can understand why I left things out. Um, any final thoughts on this? What, did you, what like? I, I know I know you saw the director's cut, um, but we talked about like the differences. Uh, do you I, like, think Steven Spielberg made the right choices by editing back in, kind of like the craziness factor with Richard Dreyfus? I I think it made the movie a little more interesting, but I mean, without seeing the theatrical version and having nothing to compare it to, right? I really can't say for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, general consensus in our research was that people preferred the theatrical version though to either the special right. edition or the director's cut. Uh, the only reason I like the director's cut is it gave more of a reasoning for Richard Dreyfus being crazy and wanting to do all this other stuff. Yeah. Here, you know, and we were talking about leaving his kids and everything else. Um, I think it really gave a backing to why he did it. Mm-hmm. 
versus just, you know, oh yeah, he had this interaction with the aliens and now he wants to go to, um, you know, this mountain to see them. Uh, I think it really gave uh, some kind of background to uh, why he's doing it versus just, you know, you know what, I'm just kind of chilling out. You know what, there's some aliens coming, so I'm going to go and see them. Yeah. <laughs> so I so I can kind of understand where Steven Spielberg was coming from with adding the the, the, the craziness factor in mm-hmm. with Richard Dreyfus and primarily the shower scene and everything else. Yeah. Because his kids are basically yelling at him. His kids are freaking out. Terry Gar is freaking out, you know, because he's just sitting in the bathtub with his clothes on, showering. Yeah. Crazy, pretty much. Yeah. yeah. Um, And that was after, like, he broke out the, I think, the window just to throw dirt in. No, that was the next morning. Oh, it was. Okay. All right. I wasn't sure. that was the next morning. But that also gives credence to why that happened. Right. You know, it's just one more step into his crazy factor. Um, So on on the whole, you know, pretty good movie. No, 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 I liked it. I've always liked it. I still like it. Um, obviously, there's there's things that not my um, not my favorite sci-fi movie ever. Right. Like, I don't no, know. I mean, uh, you know, it's. I it's, wouldn't say uh, I wouldn't say no to watching it again. Mm-hmm. But I, if I'm going to pick a Steven Spielberg sci-fi movie, I'll pick E.T. Oh yeah, I mean E.T. is my ultimate favorite, and you know that was obviously probably when he got done this Close Encounters he. You know, because it came out in E.T. Well, came out like, in '82, so I think the E.T. spaceship looked kind of similar to the Close Encounters spaceship. It did. I mean, it was more compact than everything yeah. else. Um, but the uh, the E.T. I think was definitely a, a Close Encounters was definitely Steven Spielberg's segue mm-hmm. into E.T. because it came out three years later. Typically, movies take three to four years to produce and, and, and everything they, else. You know, they, and, they had like a similar vibe to them. Mm-hmm. Obviously not evil aliens, you know, no, like we're used no, to seeing, right. like, Independence Day or something like that. Mars um, Attacks. Mars Attacks. Mars Attacks is kind of, uh, just so uh, you know, a, a movie all on its own where it just kind of, like, lampooned a lot of different alien movies. Yeah. Um, and we'll talk about that at some future point. Definitely. Um, Pencil that down. Pencil yeah, that at, down. at some point we're going we're gonna to actually talk about it. All right, but you know, I like the director's cut. I I, I kind of like the special edition more because the special edition was the director's cut plus some. I kind of like the scene at the end where they show Richard Dreyfus is not being dissected, and it kind of reminded me of. And this is a movie that came out years later of Cocoon. I don't know if you've ever seen that with, no, uh, but I, you know, I've heard of it. Obviously, where basically it. it's the same kind of principle where the aliens abduct people, they come back and they're healthy and everything else and blah blah blah. Uh, but it's 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 kind of the same principle, uh, and I think Close Encounters was more of a prelude to Cocoon, uh, and Cocoon was like basically the uh, next evolution of the same story. It wasn't, but I, I think that's what they're where they were going with the special edition. I see. I see. Any final thoughts, Derek? On no, Close Encounters of the Third Kind? I'm good. All right. So, uh, we hope you've enjoyed this episode of Old Nerd, Young Nerd. I'm Todd. I'm Derek. And, and remember, normal is the new boring. Thank you for joining us, and listen to us again on iTunes, Google Play, 
Facebook, Buzzsprout, Buzzsprout, Twitter, Twitter. Follow us on Instagram. Yes, we've got. We're we're really branching out. We're um, really pushing everything here. So, um, and if you have uh, any topics you want us to cover, just let us know. Yeah, just I am us. Uh, we're available on multiple formats. All right, thank you very much.